You're listening to Vix B on Riverside Radio, broadcasting live from Southwest London. Hello, it's Vix B, and I'm back with you here after a checkered summer of being in and out of the studio. I'm now here for the long haul, and I'm very much looking forward to all the cool stuff we've got in store. And I'm going to be here with you for the next couple of hours uh, with lots of great music and a local expert guide to how to get the best from our boroughs on this wonderfully hot day. I do hope you're enjoying it. This weather's going to hold for the weekend, which is totally thrilling. I'm trying to think of how many more barbecues we can score squeeze in before autumn really, really hits us. I hope you're all really well. I have had a wonderful summer full of all sorts of bits and pieces. Beaching, uh, we've been walking, we've been biking. My little one has just finally learned to ride his bike and he said, Mum, it just feels like flying. So that's super exciting. So lots of journeys into Richmond Park and uh, discovering his new wonderful freedom. Um, now, this show is all about celebrating Southwest London. Every week, I identify a local expert and hear their top tips on the best experience of their corner of Southwest London. Uh, also coming up in the show, we've got Vix B Loves, where I tell you about arts, activities and culture events that are going on in our boroughs of Wandsworth, Merton, Lambeth and Richmond, and uh, that I'm excited about, and I think you should be too. Um, we'll also hear from our local hero, someone I believe to be a true community-spirited legend. So I'm going to tell you a little bit about the Battersea Community Festival, uh, which we're so looking forward to. It's going to be on Saturday um, and it's 12 till 6. It's completely free with lots of activities for the family, including funfair rides, climbing wall, boxing, yoga, health and fitness, football, arts and crafts with live music on the Riverside Radio stage from local bands and performers. There'll be food, there'll be drink, there'll be community stalls, a bar, a chill-out area. Plus, get this dudes, birds of prey and reptiles on display. Huh, what you want in a fair, I think. Uh, It's in Shillington Park, which is locally known as Banana Park. And if you've never heard of it, it's just behind Clapham Junction Station. Now, on the Riverside Radio stage, uh, the Battersea Power Station Community Choir will be performing the local band Project Culture, and you'll hear some steel pan music, Stixman Sound System uh, will be there as well. Special performances from all the young local artists and a lot more. It's, as I said, completely free. It's on Saturday, September um, the 9th in Shillington Park. And for more details, do go to BatseaFestival.com where you'll find a map of the park or search for Batsea Community Festival on all the social medias. I'm going to be there and I can't wait. I absolutely loved working with the Riverside at uh, the Richmond Fair and at the First Down Fun Day. So I'm really thrilled to be um, doing this and I look forward to seeing you there. Come over and say hello. Okay, here we go. Switch on Southwest London. Oh, is there anything not delightful about that song? The gorgeous tones of Gary Barlow and take that with the greatest day. I feel we should all be spinning on top of a hill in this incredible sunshine, enjoying that. Uh, Now, with this show, I am on a quest to bring you the absolute best ways to enjoy the boroughs that we broadcast to. That's Richmond, Wandsworth, Merton and Lambeth and the million people that live there. I was actually born in Richmond and I now live about... Three streets away, I think, from where I was born, which sounds very, very local, but I have been very, very far afield uh, during that time. I've lived all over the world and um, I'm now back in the UK uh, and uh, I really want to explore Southwest London with you. So to help me in my research, I've been asking everyone for their most favourite places in our boroughs. 
And this week, and inspired by the fact that today is National Buy a Book Day, I want to delve deeper into the wonderful world of books in southwest London. This week is also, and don't I know it, back to school for most children. Don't get me wrong, I absolutely adore mine and we've had a brilliant time. But crikey, isn't it lovely when, you know, the professionals take over. Now, my local hero this week is a fellow Riverside radio presenter and she happens to be the co-founder of book clubs in schools. Now, this brilliant charity was set up in 2014 and uh, since it has been over 17,000 children have taken part. Book clubs in schools offer all the resources for young people to discover the wider world through reading for pleasure and discussion about those books. Uh, Their book clubs help pupils develop character, communication, social and leadership skills and these skills will help young people to do well in school and match with the needs of employers potentially. Um, The book clubs demonstrate how reading for pleasure provides an escape from everyday concerns and we're going to hear from Ali. You can catch her and the feckless four, uh, these four brilliant lady mates who uh, do a show together on Tuesday nights at 8pm. Now Ali was particularly kind to me when I first was wanting to work with Riverside Radio and it was her celebration of super local content that made me really understand the main aim of Riverside Radio and the potential of enthusing our listeners about their locality. Now this is National Reader Book Month and uh, so Ali is here to tell us a bit about book clubs in schools, the charity that she co-founded and how it came about and what they do. Book clubs in schools began uh, um, on my kids' primary school. Uh, Beth and I, who's the other co-founder, were going into school doing one-to-one reading and we thought that maybe running a book club would be a bit more exciting. And Beth's mum had been running a similar thing in New York and we wanted to bring that idea here. So we started in a really small way at Wimbledon Park Primary School, running um, some book clubs in year three. Uh, with parents coming in to help us and the idea just kind of began there. As our kids grew, the project grew as well and they moved into secondary and we took the projects along with them. And in secondary school, nobody wants parents involved, uh, least of all teachers or their children, all the children. And so we um, devised and changed the project so it became a peer-led project the older children delivering book clubs to the younger ones and that's what it's uh, remained today. We now work in around um, 30 schools, mostly secondary but some primaries as well and also some people referral units. All our resources and everything the school needs to set up their own book club is online. There's a small subscription fee which covers the costs of running the website and creating new materials and getting the project up and running. Um, But apart from that, it's a really, really simple way to run book clubs at scale in a school. Alongside the book club project, we also um, run a summer book club, which is just coming to an end next Friday. We've got um, an interview with Ross Montgomery because around um, 9,000 kids have read The Chime Seekers by him and they're all coming together on a massive Zoom to uh, do a live Q&A with him, which is really exciting. And that's um, a project that we do every year. People can get involved by getting in touch with us. Our website's bookclubsinschools.org. 
We um, would love to have more schools running the programme and that can come from an English teacher, a librarian or from a parent suggesting it into their school. We also are a registered charity um, and so we fundraise for all of our activity to ensure that we can reach the most disadvantaged schools. And if people are in a book club and would like to support us, if you're in a book club, you know how much fun that is and the benefits you get out of it. So if you'd like to support us, there's um, information on our site about how you could do that. Perhaps read one of our books, perhaps donate a fiver each of the book you would have bought or £10. And even though that seems like a really small amount of money for us, £100 would buy books to run a book club. So every little helps. Thanks very much. Well, thank you, Ali. And uh, you can find more about book clubs in schools by going to their website, which is bookclubsinschools.org. And they're on Instagram at bookclubsinschools. You're listening to Vix B on Riverside Radio, broadcasting live from southwest London. Now, on the theme of all things books today, I want to know what your first book obsessions were were. Uh, Mine was absolutely 100% The Famous Five by Enid Blyton. Uh, And I used to read them under my duvet um, with a little torch after my light had been turned out. Trying to read them to my children now, though, can be a bit problematic as they are very dated. And the girls in The Famous Five always seem to be left behind to tidy the cave or tent or room wherever they happen to be staying and then the boys get to go out adventuring now there are rebooted versions available uh, which I've been reading to my kids and they're quite good actually and it's nice to catch up with those familiar and uh, characters that I'm so fond of and they're definitely less cringeworthy for today's day and age Um, so I was wondering what your first book love um, was and would you recommend it now if you could message me on my Instagram that would be fab that's vixb.london Uh, lovely Katie has messaged him from Putney and she also enjoyed a bit of Ina Blyton Uh, she enjoyed the St Clara series and she also says she loved Judy Bloom. oh gosh as did I as did I in fact I haven't yet seen the film Are You There God It's Me Margaret Um, but I'm very keen to see it they've just made it and that was something I enjoyed when I was little Um, and of course the classic Adrian Mole who didn't learn to be about 13 and three quarters through that book. Um, Another message in from Soraya uh, and she loved The Twits uh, by Roald Dahl and she says she absolutely loved The Twits because it was a book that she was given and she had a big sister and there was something about reading something that was all her own that she loved. She read it about 30 times she said and uh, she just couldn't get over how sort of hilariously revolting they all were. You're listening to Vix B on Riverside Radio, broadcasting live from southwest London. We're talking all things books in southwest London and reminiscing about our very favourite childhood books, the sort of ones that inspired us to get into reading. Um, although I have to say, my mum started me off with comics because she felt that reading anything is a good thing and I completely agree especially as I'm a bit dyslexic so I'm not the fastest of readers and I really love Audible for uh, the phone app that you can get that uh, means that you can get books being read to you so you can get on with your day and keep up with your book club. Uh, Now I'm going to tell you about my friend Maz Evans who wrote the series of books that starts with Who Let the Dogs Out? Sorry when I say Who Let the Dogs Out it's actually Who Let the Gods Out? It's 
trilogy and um, they are brilliant my kids absolutely loved them especially one of my boys who loves Greek mythology and what these books do is they tie in uh, modern day to Greek gods anyway I was reading it to my little boys and uh, things were becoming sort of kind of a bit familiar and I looked at the cover well I knew a lady called Mary Evans at school but Maz Evans and then I put two and two together and she had really completely copied uh, the, the main evil character was absolutely even with the same name a teacher that we had at school and um, it was so funny to read it in the flesh and I've subsequently seen her talk about these brilliant books at the Barnes Literature, Fe- Literature Festival and uh, she is very passionate she goes into schools and talks about uh, getting kids into reading anyway this uh, next song is for Maz and the balls it takes to just lift life and publish it and uh, she figured as a teacher was he gonna sue her hmm okay here we go switch on southwest london well that was years and years with 100 pure love the reboot of a 90s classic that i used to love now as a home stylist i encourage you to get the best from your home and the possessions you've already got by rethinking how you display what you love most and my top tip for this week and I'm sticking with our bookish theme I want you to add extra intrigue to a bookshelf by arranging your books in order of jacket colour I've done this with my cookbooks and now my kitchen shelf looks like a beautiful rainbow now for more home styling tips do head to my Instagram which is at VixBLondon Riverside Today for South West London on Riverside Radio. Don't tell me or ever accuse Riverside Radio of not playing a variety of music for you. That was Hannah Lang and Roro with Good Love and before that, the lovely Scylla Black. Uh, now, I... I don't know if you remember this. It depends really how old you are. But I happen uh, to have been riding the tube a lot on my way to work at the BBC when I worked at the radio stations there um, when the Harry Potter books were being released. And obviously this was all pre-smartphones. Um, and you'd look down the tube carriage the day after or a few days after the book was released and almost everyone would be clutching one of those huge brightly coloured books and have their nose in it. Uh, now I've put my uh, my uh, shout out to my wonderful book club um, who meet once a month and I sometimes read the book and sometimes I just go along for the chat um, but they're very forgiving and cool about it and um, uh, one of them our members Julia she said her first book obsession was Harriet the Spy she loved her independence her sneakiness and her sense of adventure uh, now Adela uh, said that she loved the famous five as well but she really loved the Alan Garner books they really had her hooked she said and Catherine uh, said she also loved the Alan Garner books and the Wolves of Willoughby Chase series by Joan Aitken and uh, these were also loved by Nancy of Book Club and Portia said she modelled her entire childhood as the starring role in My Naughty Little Sister and she even managed to find herself a local best friend called Harry who is now a famous singer-songwriter but sadly she says they've lost touch and thank you so much my dear book clubbers for your brilliant responses Thank you, Blur. Wasn't that brilliant? Don't we all just want to run to the park immediately and kick a ball around and then sit in the shade and have an ice cream? How divine. Apparently it's going to be gorgeous weather like this tomorrow as well and on into the weekend. So 
Thank you, British Summertime. How delightful. Uh, now, every week on my show, I bring you a local expert. And this is someone who's passionate about our southwest London boroughs, our neighbourhoods, and who has wisdom to impart. Margaret Wallace-Jones and Tony West are the co-owners of the Alligator's Mouth Bookshop in Richmond. And I wondered what the significance of that name is. So I looked it up and the quote they have to welcome their visitors onto their website is, a book is like an alligator's mouth. If you see one open, you often end up disappearing inside. And that is from Lemony Snicket, who is the main character in a series of books called A Series of Unfortunate Events by Daniel Handler that my kids have really enjoyed. Now, The Alligator's Mouth are an independent children's bookshop in Richmond. They have expert staff, regular events, author signings, a website shop, postal subscriptions, various services for schools, biscuits on request and gorgeous window displays. And here is Margaret to tell us some more. My name is Margaret and with my friend Tony I co-own and run the Alligator's Mouth Children's Bookshop in Church Court in Richmond. Uh, We're a community bookshop and our purpose is to find the right book at the right time for your child and all the children and um, also for you. We have a curated um, section of adult books as well and we can also order any adult book um, in print but really we're we're a space for children to enjoy and to discover the life-changing love of reading we do lots of events author visits um, a monthly comics club a book club an adventure game club we do story times Um, we aim to make the shop as beautiful and welcoming as we possibly can and we're lucky to have two artist illustrators working for us so there's always something beautiful in the shop the poem on the board currently our window is full of sunflowers it's always changing um so come down and have a look um and come for the wide-ranging expertise and recommendations and book chat and life chat because when you're talking about books you're talking about everything and we will also offer you a cup of tea if you need it um Richmond is becoming a very booky place. There are there are four independent bookshops now. So there's the Open Book, um, which looks small on the outside, but is like a very well-stocked TARDIS. Goes back a long way. Lots of wonderful things to discover there. And there is Newcomer Books on the Rise, which uh, is a diverse bookshop with a wonderful selection of interesting books. And then there's Raygun, which is a Richmond institution around the corner from us in Red Lion Street. Uh, And it's there for all of your manga needs. And it's like a fantastic comic book playground. And after all that bookishness, you might need something to eat and drink. And so I'd recommend at the moment a couple of doors down for us. There's a new Italian restaurant called Piccolo Vicolo, where you bring your own bottle, um, but just lovely, really lovely, well-cooked, fresh-tasting food. And then I would also suggest uh, Beirut Street Kitchen um, for a wrap, some halloumi fries and some baklava. And so if you're having a day out in Richmond, I think I think that's your plan.
That was the lovely Margaret Wallace-Jones. And you can find more about The Alligator's Mouth Bookshop at their website, thealligatorsmouth.co.uk and on Instagram, Alligator's Mouth. And thank you again, Margaret, for sharing your local insights with us. Um, amazingly, generously, she has also offered 10% off everything in her incredible shop. Uh, from now until my show next Thursday, all you have to do is go in and say you heard about them on Riverside Radio and the discount will be yours. Find them at 2A Church Court, Richmond, 2W91JL. It is Riverside Radio, your local community radio station that broadcasts to the million people that live in the boroughs of Wandsworth, Richmond, Merton and Lambeth. Uh, Now, on the subject of books, which we're celebrating this week, um, my little son used to absolutely love the How to Train Your Dragon books by Cressida Cowell. Uh, They're not to be confused by the films and the TV adaptations, which are sweet but nothing, in my opinion, as glorious as the original text. And I tell you, once you've heard David Tennant reading the audio version of these books, you will agree with me that no car journey is long enough. Honestly, they have the effect of silencing everyone in there and making us all guffaw with laughter. Properly, properly brilliant. Now, I've been, as I was researching my recommendations this week, um, and I found this fantastic website, better.org.uk, which lists everything that's happening in all your local libraries all over our boroughs. Uh, it's actually all over the UK, but you specify your borough and where you want to know. And uh, this is, it lists everything from knitting groups to dementia support to IT and tech training sessions, uh, homework support. Dungeons and Dragons clubs, mindfulness training, literally something for everyone. It is actually National Library Card Sign-Up Month this month. And uh, and people, we need to use our libraries or we risk losing them. So I suggest uh, we will get on down and see what our local library has to offer. And welcome back. You're here with Vix B on Riverside Radio, celebrating everything that's brilliant about South West London. And I'm just about to tell you about what is excellent about South West London. It's the very first ever Richmond Pride this weekend coming up. Uh, it's the West London Queer Project has collaborated with Richmond-based uh, charity, The Basement Door, run by the fabulous Kev Westbury, who has been a local hero on my show. Uh, and this day will provide live music and in, from independent upcoming artists and drag DJs. There's going to be food vendors on site and there'll be pop-up gazebos offering LGBTQ plus books and loads more to explore. Head to the Old Deer Park in Richmond from 11am to celebrate with them. All ages are welcome and entry is utterly and completely free but to avoid the queues they suggest that you pre-register on outsavvy.com that's o-u-t-s-a-v-v-y dot com switch on southwest london now i've had a message in from charlene ford of the ford performing arts in Fursdown, which is held at penwortham primary school she said her favorite 
book was always ballet shoes and she's gone on to be a professional dancer and performer. Now she set up this brilliant school and I met them at the first down fun day and they're absolutely brilliant. She wanted to say that on Saturday they are launching their street dance and musical theatre classes for ages four and up. You go along and have a taste for what they offer and get a free t-shirt. Do email Charlene at fordperformingarts.com to find out more and find them on Instagram at Ford underscore performing underscore arts. Thanks ever so much. And I've been joined in the studio by the wonderful Felix. I'm going to open his mic right now. Hello. Yes. Ooh. I love it when I get it right first. <laughs> How are you, mate? It's been ages. Yeah, it's been so long. Were you on holiday? Well, I've been on holiday and you've been on holiday been and we've away. just been missing each other. We're like ships in the night, we I are, I know. And now we're reunited. Ooh-hoo. I actually even thought of a, an amalgam for our names, but I didn't want to tell you because it's too sad. Phoebix. It's very good. It's very good. I... I used to present with someone called Hebe, hello Hebe, oh. and it was Helix, but hey. I prefer Phoebix. <laughs> it's got a ring to it. <laughs> so here we are presenting the Hebix show in the next <laughs> couple of minutes. I've been chatting all about uh, book obsessions, oh. and I was just wondering if what your first love, when you're, you know, if you've got a love of reading and where it might have first sprung from. It's so funny you say that because the past couple of weeks I've really got back into reading. I've downloaded this amazing app called Basmo. Tell me more. Which times your reading, basically. And I'm quite like... What, what as in... Because it would tell me I'm terribly slow. That's that's what I like. I like being I like being kind of told how many pages I've got left. And it, it really <gasps> simplifies it down. So okay. you put your phone away yeah. and you do half an hour. And yeah. then that's it. And you've done it. And it tracks it all. And it's really satisfying. Okay. Um, so that's good. I've But when I was younger... I always remember the series of unfortunate events books. Well, you know, it's so funny you should say that because I've been, uh, I've profiled as a local expert this week, uh, the Alligator's Mouth bookshop in Richmond. Nice. And their, um, their, the Alligator's Mouth is a quote from Lemony Snicket, oh, wow. who is the lead character of a series of unfortunate events. There it is. Isn't that cool? That, they've become full circle. Yeah, totally. Well, listen, I'm going to um, thank everyone now for being part of my show because, uh, very specifically, the fabulous Ali Palmer, who is uh, a Riverside radio presenter here. Uh, she's been our local hero this week and she's told us all about her charity book clubs in schools that she set up and all she does through that to support her community. I also want to thank our local expert who we were just chatting about, Margaret uh, from the Alligator's Mouth Community Bookshop in Richmond. And uh, thanks to Margaret for her guide on how to get the best out of a book-themed visit to Richmond. You'll find all this week's show details on my Instagram page from tomorrow morning at vixby.london. Thank you so much for tuning in. See you next week. You're listening to Vix B on Riverside Radio, broadcasting live from Southwest London. 